Hello and welcome. You are listening to Ask Gamblers podcast. This is a collective journey of exploring iGaming in every aspect, games, rules, promotions, through personal experiences and insights, all in order to build trusted relationships. I'm your host, Abigail Townsend. Simon Hammond, Chief Product Officer at Relax Gaming, is here with us today and will briefly touch base on slot strategies and how these games work while focusing on the groundbreaking mechanic, Megaway's slot feature. Thank you for joining us today, Simon. Thank you for having me. Before we start talking about game strategy, can you explain the terms like wild and scatter? Yeah, these are essentially items within a slot game, which obviously have higher paying potential. It very much depends on the game. Mm-hmm. A wild uh, suggests as it is, it's a, it's a substitute symbol. So it can replace any symbol typically on the game. And they come in all different forms and shapes and sizes. Yeah. And a scatter is in essence a special symbol. Mm-hmm. Um, many players will play a slot to, to trigger a feature, to access a bonus round. And often that is done through the utilization of differing levels or numbers of scatters that are spun in on a slot. Right. And which one would you say was more important? That's a really good question. I think um, (laughs) it very much depends on the game. Some games are heavily tailored to be uh, quite quite wild specific in their feature set. Yeah. So players will often play those games because of how wilds interact with the game. Mm -hmm. But I would say scatters are perhaps the more commonly known uh, and therefore could be argued are the more important feature um, because they often are the trigger mechanism to a a feature or a bonus or a free spins or something like that. Um, And that's often where the player feels the winning potential or the excitement of a game. It's a tough question, but I would say the scatter is perhaps the more important one. Well, I haven't thought about it in such a way, actually, but I wondered if you could tell us how bonus games and free spins work. Sure thing. Well, when you open up a slot game, these are typically the features of which a player is really keen to see. That's where the excitement levels become a lot higher. Mm-hmm. In absolute broad terms, they are the free award or the paying potential of a game. You often spin a slot for you know, 100, 200 spins yeah. in anticipation of hitting a, a bonus game or a free spin. Um they, they can vary so much in how they play out. Mm-hmm. Many games, almost every game, has a unique twist on the feature. Bonus games are a little bit more common in terms of you know their pick and clicks or their trail games and things like this. But free spins are often you know varying number of free spin awards where you know, obviously everything that you collect in that free spin is a prize. Yeah. But the free spin mechanisms are quite often tied to how that the key features within the base game. So. There's no one way to say how they work. They are <laughs> they are triggered um, in in a varying number of spins to enter, and they play out in all different types of ways and can pay out very often different types of sums of prize. So there's no great commonality between them apart from the fact that that's the true excitement feature of a slot. Wow, interesting. <laughs> and how does a player set a betting range? And is it a good strategy to activate all pay lines? And if so, why? 
is this a, this is a very good question. You have so when you talk about players setting a betting range, mm. naturally that has to come down to a player's budget. Yeah, you know, if you're on a limited budget or you're just there for a bit of entertainment, then of course you're going to set your stakes to be quite low. Mm. And this is naturally a, a key responsible gaming area as well. Yeah, when it comes to setting it in terms of a game, sometimes you can see that games are far more volatile and you can accept the fact that you'd be spinning for longer without a win and other games are far less volatile and you'll be getting a decent prize you know every couple of spins so it really depends on the game and the player's budget yeah. but in terms of activating all pay lines i would say that's more of a question for older games most online slots now have fixed pay lines, mm-hmm. um, i.e. the player doesn't have the choice to you know, select between 1 to 20 lines. Right. The, the player will either pay for 10 lines or 15 lines or 20 lines. That was done for a, quite a myriad of different reasons. In, in short, actually, it was mostly to do with mathematical issues that often were prevalent in multi-pay line games. Some games have also different better strategies when it comes to jackpot games. Some mega jackpots or the top prizes can only be awarded on certain levels of spin Mm -hmm. or or, or pay. So I I would say there there isn't the the strategy element of pay lines has been removed because games no longer really accommodate for that choice. Um, But key here is the betting range. It's going to come down to any nuances in the game and the player budget, I think is the key one. Yeah, so it's so interesting. And while we're already on the topic of mathematics, what is an RTP? And why do players need to pay attention to an RTP percentage? Right, so RTP, it stands for return to player. We all know the phrase uh, that the the casino always wins. And Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, that is a mathematical truth in that sense. I mean, you have a return to player and it's a very theoretical figure. Typically, online slots have a a range of about 95, 96% RTP. On paper, that would mean that for every euro spent, you would get uh, expect to receive 96 cents back. But of course, if that was just the case, the games would be extremely boring. And this is where the element of variance comes in. So over a player session, whether it's 100 spins or 200 spins or 1,000 spins, a player will experience changes to RTP. Mm-hmm. They will experience either low or high. So you might be playing 10 spins and your RTP is 50%, mm-hmm. which means that you've lost a little bit. Um, or actually, though, those 10 spins, your RTP might be 250%, which means that you've <laughs> won quite a bit. So yeah. that's where the element of variance comes in. And RTP, I think people put a lot of attention on RTP, but it's a theoretical number. It's a number that's calibrated quite often over billions, if not trillions, of spins. Yeah. As an example, Relax Gaming will test its games over hundreds of billions of spins. And then we generate what we call an RTP level. Yeah. Now, I don't know how many players are spinning billions of spins. <laughs> Probably very few. Um, and th- that and if it, you know, like I said, if you were spinning ten spins, and you know, I knew I was going to get ninety six percent back every single time, it'd be a very boring experience. <laughs> yeah. You play it for variance, not RTP. Variance is the key element here, and volatility is the key area. RTP is a theoretical number. Now, of course, players should be aware of it. 
I, I would say it's always in a player's interest to play a game with the highest RTP possible. Yeah. Because in essence, they are going to be rewarded with a higher amount of return. Mm-hmm. But usually because it's a theoretical number, those numbers are somewhat immaterial because it's, like I said, it's it's how does that game play out over that 100,000, 10,000 spins? What kind of variance models will you get within that within that session length? Wow. It's quite a complicated area, this one. But, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's completely mind-blowing. But yeah, it's very interesting at the same time. And then um, in the case someone hasn't played relaxed gaming slots before, which of your games would you recommend he or she starts with and, and why? Uh, as a product guy, I'm very passionate about <laughs> all of our games. Yeah, we, we, we're uh, very proud of them. But all, all games are designed differently within Relax. There's, there's no two games that are the same, both mathematically or within theme yeah. or within mechanics. As a starting product or a starting game, there's a game that we were launched called Temple Tumble. Mm-hmm. And Temple Tumble, I think, is a fantastic game. It's one of our top performers. It's a game that is both fun to play. It's quite intuitive for the players so they understand uh, what they need to do to enter the feature. Yeah. And once they hit the feature, there's a choice element of of different free spin programs basically offering different uh, volatilities and variants so mm. I, I like temple tumble because number one it's a great theme it's like a cambodian type theme a little bit um sort of raiders of the lost ark type of element to it but um <laughs> you know it's also an interesting mechanic which keeps the excitement there but also that choice element within the free spins means that a player can somewhat choose their own path and i think that's also quite important yeah. for a player you know they they, they they may be able to set their own destiny in terms of of win potential in that sense mm-hmm. and yeah it's just an all-round solid good game to play with a good reward and a good ex- excitement experience great and do you have a personal favorite title like I said before, I think every slot for me that I launch is um, has always got something to it. Yeah. Um, there's always you know, I've seen it being created from first drafts on paper, right? So it's I'm always attached to them. But <laughs> in terms of favorite game, I would say it was a game called Money Train Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we launched this game September last year, and it was I think widely acclaimed as the game of the year yeah. in 2020 wow. uh, from not just from Relax but most other suppliers. It's a game that um, number one has a, a an interesting theme. It's a bit of Mad Max style, <laughs> um, but the features in the in the bonus game are uh, are fantastic, and very quickly you can get some absolutely crazy wins. I mean, the, the win potential in this game is uh, is capped at that fifty thousand times your bet. Wow. But we've had over uh, I think one hundred and fifty thousand players already hit over a thousand times their bet. We've had four five hundred hits over fifty thousand times their bet, and so we're, we're talking life changing sums of money, absolutely. and it's really very tangible. And the reason why it's a special game for me is uh, I often see games in very early prototype phase, and this was a game almost when we were building it. Imagine you're looking at a screen of stick men, essentially, yeah. and you're playing the mechanic, and we were getting excited without any graphics. So that's the mark <laughs> of something that you know you you feel that a player will also feel engaged mm. by and excited by. So yeah, I, that's my personal favorite. 
script. It's um, fantastic. I, I find it the, one of the more exciting mechanics. <laughs> That's great. And what would you say is the most important aspect of a game? Is it better to have a slot that offers more features or keep the game more simple? I think it's a, again it's quite a complex question because it, some some of those player behaviors are a little bit dependent on where you live actually yeah. some countries have quite different preferences there's some broad generalizations but to give an example within the UK market there's quite a trend there where players quite often prefer multi-featured games you know four or five bonus features different things happening a lot of entertainment whereas other countries really like it super simple you know yeah. almost no features at all and just the game so some some of that depends on where you live and what you're used to yeah. for me i think a game's got to have enough to keep a player engaged and excited and i think you do need one or two features within it yeah definitely. especially those features have to have a decent payout potential mm-hmm. the other element of course is it's got to have a great theme so you know everything has to tie well together you know you need a, a really great interesting mechanic you need a strong theme that the player resonates with and ultimately as well it, it can't be too complex it mm-hmm. has to be intuitive you, you need to know what you're playing for i mean you're spending your hard-earned money for <laughs> for winning potential or or for or for entertainment purposes yeah. and you know you don't want to spend 20, 30 spins going, what on earth is happening here? Exactly, so yeah. you, know, you need to understand the mechanic. Um, and either way, you've got to feel that this game has potential or could have potential. And the game has to be able to present that to you quite quickly and clearly. Mm-hmm. So it's subjective, of course, but I would say uh, the most important aspect of a game is going to be two to three features and a clear win potential that's visible and understood quickly. Great. And do your players seem to like newly released slots better or do you think they tend to choose the most popular ones? Well, that's a, we hope players will actually look for <laughs> relaxed games, new launches and, and want to try it out because, you know, we, we, we do put a lot of effort into yeah. to new design and new mechanics. And you know, we, we always design games with a player in mind to, yeah, to hopefully that they will enjoy them. So we hope that they seek them out. But quite often what you find is that players will try the new game and that's evidence, you know, in the first few days, you know, the, the amount of players that will play a, a new game is often higher than a couple of months down the line, of course. But yeah. if they like the game, they will often stick with it and, and return to it, which is, mm-hmm. of course, great. But if not, they often go back to their old classics or their old favorites until they find a new game that they like. So yeah. I think what you inevitably get here is players will like to try out new things but will ultimately go back to either what they know what they love where they've had a great winning experience yeah and will tend to be quite loyal to those products as well yeah so what they're more comfortable with really i suppose it's quite varied isn't it and um so you were actually among the first providers to game rights to a groundbreaking mechanic like megaways would you say it has given you an advantage over your competitors well, Megaways is, I would say, a bit of an industry phenomenon in the last, especially the last two to three years. There's yeah. so many games on the market now with the Megaways branding and mechanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right to say that we were you know, quite early with that licensing effort. 
we actually have a, a very strong partnership with the creators of that with Big Time Gaming. Relax itself, though, hasn't leveraged Megaways that highly. We haven't done many games with Megaways. Not to say that we, we don't like the mechanic, we love it, but <laughs> we like, we're game creators, right? We're game producers. Yeah. We like to create our own unique IP. So I think um, for us, I'm not sure it's given Relax any great competitive advantage, but we're very proud to offer any games or suppliers that offer Megaways. Of yeah. And I think... Um, the, the mechanic itself is now so widespread that I think players have all ultimately as well come to trust it and trust the game flow of it and understand what it's about. When it first started, that wasn't the case. It looked quite different. The gameplay was quite different. I think it's taken a lot of games to come on the market for players to go, ah, I know that, I know Megaways, oh, let me try that game because I, I know what that's about. So this comes down to that intuition and understanding question as well. And um, exclusivity with Mega Clusters mechanic, it makes us all wonder, will Megaways still be included in your future titles? I think Megaways is here to stay. It's still very popular. And I think there's a, a lot of innovation that can happen even with Megaways titles. Yeah. BTG and, and others are coming up with new creative IP and mechanics. Mega Clusters is one of them, of which Relax has also licensed that mechanic. It still relies, I would say, for these for these mechanics and gameplays to come into full effect. Quite often it relies on one specific game that really resonates in the market. Mm. Once that game really resonates, it's a lot easier then to make other iterations or other innovations on that game. Mm-hmm. I don't think Mega Clusters has had that just yet. Not to say that it won't, yeah. but I think Megaways is is the is the stronger IP at the two by far, and I hazard a guess will still be included in not only Relax's titles but also many other studios that have licenses. So I think there will be a lot more Megaways content in the coming years coming through. Interesting. Um, just want to point out as well that we've actually just released another innovation. Actually, oh, yeah. uh, we just launched uh, Mega Mega Pays. Wow! So Relax is the first with that. So we've we've worked with BTG here to launch it was just launched two days ago actually oh fantastic and that's called Megapays and it's the first global jackpot from BTG and it's it leverages both Megaways with Bonanza <laughs> with a global jackpot twist so wow. yeah, there's all different innovations uh, that you can bring to it wow <laughs> congratulations to you it's, it's fantastic yeah, what we what we did here was, and there will be future titles as well coming with it. We have launched and relaunched Bonanza, which is arguably the biggest Megaways title on the market, yeah. and is where this whole Megaways journey was born from. And we've now added a twist to it. We've added a global jackpot on top of it, with a sort of expected fallout here of over a million. And you know, so it's it's going to be. A millionaire maker bonanza, <laughs> essentially. Incredible. So we're, we're very proud of it and, and very excited with the launch and yeah, excited to add to that that franchise yeah. and, and IP as well. Yeah, and, and so you should be. It's it's so interesting. Is there a chance you could tell us which game has been one of your strongest performers so far? And what would you say is the key to making a successful slot? Sure. I mean, I, I've been working in this sector for over 10 years, and I, I probably released hundreds of games on the market for different companies. Um, yeah. I would say my, my biggest success is when I was working on a game called Starburst, which I think everybody 
uh, in the industry and probably a lot of your players and, and, and viewers are, are familiar with. And that game <laughs> was extremely successful. Uh, again, comes down to your early question. It's a very simple game. Um, uh, no features, very few bells and whistles, but it's a very simple, easy to understand game that came at the right time where it was also you know, quite efficient yeah. for operators to market that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I'm talking about pure financial performance or stickiness or player enjoyment or probably brand recognition, I would say Starburst is that one. When it comes to Relax, I think Money Train 2, which I've talked uh, about before, is arguably one of our is our strongest performer, but it really does yeah. actually uh, change almost week to week between Temple Tumble mm-hmm. and Money Train 2. Yeah. In terms of what makes a successful slot, I think it's it's a very tricky question <laughs> because if there was a secret source, everybody would be doing it, right? I mean, it's yeah, um, you never quite know how a game's going to perform or, or how it's going to resonate with the players and how much they're going to enjoy it mm. until you actually launch it. You have you know, maybe you have uh, theories or, or feelings about a game in production that you feel oh, this could be great. You know, the players are going to love this, and it launches and it doesn't do so well and uh, but but uh, you know when it comes to making successful slot it's it comes down to a few key factors uh, these days you know it's win potential is it there you know does a player feel you know this is worth my investment is this worth my time to play can i win big on this game is that clear to understand yeah. do i like the look of this game does this does this resonate with me i mean i might like one theme and another player may really like another theme and you know might not even play the game i like just because <laughs> they don't like the look and feel of it and yeah. second and sort of lastly i think it yeah and, and how easy is it to understand um I'm, I'm, I'm investing my hard-earned money and I want to, to know, you know I, I don't want to be confused about that. You know, I want to make sure I know what I'm playing and what I'm looking for. Yeah, exactly. So a, a successful slot marries those three key elements together. Yeah. And then you have to rely ultimately on the operator and uh, you know how do they position it? What incentives do they give to the players to come and try it um, yeah, and position on their, on their website? So. We heard that Andrew Crosby in Driving Insights is talking about the importance of streamers in the industry. What could you offer more to the streamers and on which channels? Yeah, I mean, we've been doing a mini series actually uh, regarding Driving Insights. It's Mm -hmm. connected to what the company stands for in terms of driving differentiation. We're trying to bring something new and differentiated to the market, which is why we have that tagline. The importance of streamers is a, a quite an interesting topic, one that has been growing a lot in recent years, especially. Yeah. And it's largely because there is so much content now or games being produced. Players really want to be educated as quick as possible about wh- what's good to play. And streamers bring that insight. They, they are playing content and playing games all day, and they offer great views on it really in terms of what's good about a game what do they constantly come back to and uh, where's the win potential and examples of that win potential so streamers are now becoming an extremely important medium between especially between supplier and the end player which has never been a a natural relationship in that sense you know, as suppliers we don't typically talk to the end player unless we're trying to get uh, inputs on what makes a good game so streamers have really bridged that gap and they are great for marketing a product but they you know tend to be honest in their assessment and you, know, you can't 
cheat the gameplay in that sense. You know, the experience is the experience and the win potential is the win potential. Yeah. And for us, it's fantastic that players get to see that and they get to broadcast that to to other other players or of similar interest. So there's a really interesting dynamic there. And we, we've taken it a relax one step further where we actually engaged a streamer company, which you know, makes their, their sole business about, um, you know, playing casino content and we actually did a collaboration project where we built a game fully to their requirements based upon exactly what the the players were enjoying or liked or what features and we we created a game together essentially yeah. so you know, we often say that we are we're a supplier for the players ultimately and we we wanted to build a game that we felt or that, that the community felt was in their uh, wishes. So we actually did a collaboration. We built a game called Iron Bank, which was you know, a complete collaboration between a supplier and a streamer. Mm-hmm. And that game was you know, a great success and you know, really enjoyed. And uh, players had their favorite features and all this kind of stuff. So it was, it was um, a really nice collaboration. So I, I can see that suppliers will work more with streamers to you know to broadcast their product but also to get feedback ultimately you know that's what we're all craving for is you know we build games thinking you know the player's going to love this we want to see them love it we want to see what their reactions good or bad you know that's all positive for us you know if they if the players (laughs) don't like the game or don't like a specific feature that's all lessons learned for us and we carry that into the next production so yeah. yeah it's a it's a really interesting medium for us specifically and um, can you tell us what steps Relax Gaming has taken as a supplier when it comes to responsible gambling? I mean, responsible gambling is a, I would say, a key discussion topic within the industry, and it's becoming a very prevalent discussed item. Yeah. I would say, ultimately, the operator still has the end relationship with the player. You know, they, they have certain data and, and they, they're managing the, the deposits and withdrawals. Mm-hmm. So they have a little bit more familiarity with the player behavior. And of course, that's intrinsic to ensuring responsible gambling. Yeah. As a supplier, we have different responsibilities and we have also different things that we have to and do put in place to encourage responsible gambling. You know, we're a heavily regulated business, ultimately, um, yeah. with a myriad of different regulation and certifications mm-hmm. and testing and audits that we need to comply with. You know, our, our licensing and our business relies on that. Um, and I think that's very healthy. And, and these things often change all the time. And you find in this landscape as well that a lot of different territories or markets are changing their restrictions or their requirements of suppliers to com- uh, comply with. So uh, UK is a good example. Yeah. I mean, they, they've been changing how uh, what, what you can and cannot offer to the players in the interests of responsible gaming. Mm-hmm. And I think this is uh, good steps. I, I wish there was a uniform step across all countries actually on it. But you know, small examples here is that the, the UK, for example, has said you, know, you can no longer allow a feature buy, which is where a player can just buy their way into the key feature. That's often comes at a higher price point. Yeah. And they've said, you know, in the interest of responsible gaming, we want to make sure that we don't encourage a player to place higher bets. So, yeah. of course, as a software supplier, we see that regulation and we ensure that that feature is disabled from that market course, or not yeah. available in that market. So our job here is to is to work extremely closely to 
any framework or, or requirements that are set upon us as from a, a new jurisdiction or a country mm-hmm. to make sure that we are doing our job to to comply in the fullest with with what the, those government institutions or regulated bodies feel is in the best interest yeah. of the player community. Thank you so much for, for clarifying that. It's, it's really good to know. So far, your games have been available to players from countries including Austria, Denmark, Estonia, Germany, Sweden and the UK. Do you have any plans on expanding to new markets? I think it's fair to say um, that Relax has always been quite European-centric. We certainly haven't uh, are not prevalent in every single European market, and that's something we're working on now. Uh, regulated markets are a key facet of any gaming business, or especially on the supplier front. You know, we're trying to increase our distribution to to new players and and yeah. to allow them to enjoy what we have. Spain and Italy are, I would say, are two markets that we're we're not really prevalent or, or present in, and certainly areas that we are looking to to offer those players relaxed gaming content. Mm-hmm. But there's so many more. We are also taking the mindset that we are seeking to, to make relaxed gaming games far more global in their appeal yeah. and bring a broader audience. So, of course, we're looking at the, the US and we're, we're looking at uh, the, the Asian markets and so on and so forth. So expanding our reach is and our distribution, new jurisdictions and new player behaviors are uh, is quite key to us. But um, yeah. we're fully focused on our core European market in that sense, uh, at, as it stands. Hands, but we certainly have our eye on on on, on the world in that, if that makes sense expanding yeah absolutely that's fantastic now simon can you share with us what relaxed gaming fans can look forward to in 2021 and and even beyond sure um i, I can only reveal so much of course <laughs> We're actually building our roadmap on game content. Actually, for 22 already, we've almost finished some of the productions, uh, most of the productions actually for 2021. So uh, if you're a player, you you can uh, expect to see, I would say... Bigger and better productions from Relax. You know, we are we've a relatively young studio. We've been around two to three years developing our own content, and that now has come to a point where we're becoming far more mature in how we and our capabilities of what we can produce. And yeah. I think a player can expect to see some really great titles at the end of this year, especially. I, I've got two or three games in our in our pipeline that <laughs> I th- I feel are game of the year contenders. Actually. If you're a fan of, of what we're doing, um, you can expect hopefully to see us in uh, more sites and more more operators. So you can find uh, find us in, in in new locations if you're loyal to, to certain operators. But also, we're an aggregator as well. So we also help bring other people's content to market. And mm-hmm. we have a lot of interest there and a lot of growth. So we'll be bringing a lot more studio content, quite innovative startup stuff to well-established players. So you can expect to be serviced with a lot more variable content through Relax into, into the coming year. That's great. Thank you so much for that, Simon. And um, now this is our toughest question yet. Are you ready for this one, Simon? I'm I'm braced, I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Is our life just a game of skill or is it a game of luck? Oh, that's a a great philosophical question for for, for the weekend. But 
I'm going to play safe here. I'm going to say it's it's an element of both. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you need a, everybody needs a bit of luck, and I think it's about the skill that you apply to that luck that can determine the outcome somewhat. But I think we all need a bit of luck in life. Yeah, absolutely. Whether you're a casino player or whether just you know, doing your you know, everyday everyday routine, yeah. right? But I think luck is defined by what opportunities or lucky opportunities you might get and then your ability to, to capitalize on it and then the skill of which you apply to it. So, Good answer. Uh, I'm going to play safe and go, it's, it's a bit of both. That's a fantastic answer there, Simon. If our listeners wanted to check out Relax Gaming, can you tell us where they can do so? Yeah, there's, there's, we have a, a couple of different media outlets here. So a, a great source of information is actually our company website, relaxgaming.com. You can not only understand a little bit more about who Relax is and our journey, but also you can actually go and play all our games for free uh, on there. Wow. Um, so if you want to try the games out and, and see which one you like before you want to go to an operator and, 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 and try it for real money, feel free to come come to relaxgaming.com awesome. and see the new releases and products. And if you want to just stay up to date with what's happening at Relax and what we're doing in the market and what new innovations or products, then yeah, please please feel free to check us out on Facebook or LinkedIn and follow us. And we, we try and keep as much up to date and as much information ongoing as we can so yeah it's a good good source for all things relaxed gaming of course all right well it was a pleasure having you on the show thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us today absolutely welcome thank you very much for having me take care this podcast is brought to you by ask gamblers a leading iGaming platform on a mission to provide current and accurate information about online casinos worldwide We hope you enjoyed today's topic. We would love to hear from you. So if you have a burning question or a topic, make sure to send us an email to podcast at askgamblers.com or visit our forum to share your thoughts. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and hit that follow button. If you'd like to know more about Ask Gamblers, you can check out our website, askgamblers.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram under the handle at AskGamblers. On behalf of our team, thank you for joining us.